0: You want me to introduce myself first? Am I supposed to, to start?
1: Well, when I'm th- supposed to stri- When you said, you say go this time, I assumed you would start first. Okay,
0: but then but then you were like, I have a thing I, I want to say. Say go, but say it aggressively again, because I'm going to be really cool about it. <laughs> Ready? Go. 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 Hi,
1: I'm Caroline Tweedy
0: And I'm Julia Tweedy.
1: We are professional podcasters.
0: Yeah, this is transmission from from Ojuveron.
1: Ojuveron? What is it, Julia?
0: It's a planet we created
1: as kids. Yep, and we discover what's going on on this planet every week. Is that yes or no? Yes. Good. Every week we'll also discover what's going on in our own worlds. Where do those worlds take place, Julia? Where do we live, Julia? Earth. And you're really going to enjoy the following episode, which is going to start really soon. As soon as Julia says, go! Go. Perfect. La la la, lulu, we're going to talk about that, but continue.
0: I also pooped before our recording... And I left a little skid mark, and <laughs> what I was gonna do was ignore the skid mark and just continue on my day. But <laughs> I was like, no, I'm gonna clean the toilet right now. And it's a sign that my wow. mental health is Honestly, that's a
1: huge positive sign of your mental health to me. I'm like, you literally clean the toilet. Like that's I don't think I've ever encountered that in my life.
0: You've never immediately cleaned the toilet after a dump?
1: No, I don't think that I've. I've heard of you cleaning their toilet before after or in no association with the dump.
0: I have cleaned the toilet before. I'm gonna be <laughs> I'm gonna insist that you know that.
1: <laughs> Wait a second. I have to I have to record on the zoom. I forgot. Oh yeah. Once again uh, very soon we'll have a Patreon, and by that meaning, if by now this time when it comes out, we will be having a Patreon. And if you want that experience, that'd be really cool. If you want to know what we look like, yeah, I just three
0: listeners. If you want to, you can see us. It's Juliet just chime in here for a second, just to say, um, by now this time when this comes out, we do be having patreon just so you know i set it up and it's actually really cool you can join for as little as five dollars a month and that'll get you access to our zooms so you can actually see who we are we have a couple different tiers our first tier is sentient sand so if you want to become a sentient sand little grain of sentient sand just um hop on over to our patreon and you know join or don't like, no pressure. I probably wouldn't, if I were you. <laughs> Anyways, please join.
1: Ding dong, ding dong, basically. Oh, welcome to the pod. Ojuveron.
0: Yeah, welcome to the pod.
1: On Ojuvaran today, there's a strike at the airport.
0: Oh, my God. Wait. Now
1: there's an airport.
0: Wow.
1: Only one. It's an interplanetary airport. Once again, most communication on Ojuvaran is post-lingual, meaning that even trying to put it into English doesn't make sense. So it's a wild approximation, the term airport. It's It's very different. First of all, there's no air as right. we know it.
0: Right. Are they striking for fair wages? What are they striking for?
1: They're striking for a voice, mostly. And once again, a voice is very different than we we you wouldn't hear it necessarily per se, but more so a voice in the sense of like yeah, representation in a union sense. You know what's like happening
0: you know, on Ojovron? What the crabs are crossing the picket line. <laughs>
1: Why would they do it? The crabs the cra- are, the... Boys. are boys.
0: All crabs are boys and they're stinky.
1: All crabs are boys, all crabs are stinky. It's a Venn diagram of a circle. Yes.
0: So that's what's going on.
1: Before we started recording officially, I was like, I, I had planned on coming in here and saying that I had the second most violent poop of my life, but that was mostly for drama and conflama. I had like a pretty mid- level poop. It was not that bad nor good. Neither bad nor good. I
0: also had a fine poop.
1: It was yeah, it was fine. Uh oh, but then I had some technical issues and blah 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 blah. Oh, okay. I want to start with this. Uh, I think a podcast is a great place to have like a slang, uh what what would I say? Lexicon or dictionary or something like to keep up with what's what's the common slang right now. I keep saying la la la. Mm-hmm. about anything. It's so funny to me. I don't know why. I like it. I'll just be like, la la la, I don't care. Like, it can mean like anything. Like, I don't care. It can mean like, this is great. I'm singing. Like, <laughs> I'm interested, you know.
0: Yeah, I really like la la
1: la. La la la, la la And I decided officially that this character, this like accessory character, um, I think last time we discussed that I subconsciously lifted the concept from Tuca and Birdie that there's these two twin characters named Lulu and Lala and then I was like you know what? See like an artist like I'm not going to do exactly that but I was you know inspired by that t- with the name Lula Lala Roo.
0: I thought it was Lula Lala Roo. Lula?
1: Lula Lala Roo. because okay. then if you say it quickly then there's Lala in the middle Lula Lala Roo. Yeah I like that <laughs> So that's what's going on. Also, Ding Dong is coming back for some reason. If I, if there's like an awkward pause in any kind of conversation, I will just take a deep breath and be like, Ding Dong. And then usually people will laugh and then kind of the, the energy pulses back to life.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I've been in a lot of social situations recently and kind of coming to terms with that. I don't always like it or care about it.
0: At the job that I just quit, like people kept being like, you're so quiet why are you so quiet
1: ew what kind of question is that
0: i know it's like how am i supposed to answer that
1: what you've noticed about me is that i'm quiet and so in order to elicit a conversation you could ask any question but instead you've asked the question why aren't we talking right now yeah
0: <laughs> what kind of question is that and it's like no i just want to like watch what Like Christine and Gail's interactions with each other because they're hilarious. Like, and I'm just gonna, like, I have, I have no, like, I have nothing to say. I'm just in awe.
1: Yeah, you're not gonna walk up and be like, Christine and Gail, like, I am your scene partner and let's just start you know, a conversation. Like, like
0: they have a rapport, clearly. They have a rapport,
1: and it's chill to watch. I don't know. I think I have a voyeuristic instinct, not even, like, in a sexual way. I just like to watch things play out. And that is something that I wanted to bring up, actually, that I... So, oh, bing bong bing. Back to my point, I was on the toilet, and I having, like, a non-impressive poop, and then, like, typing out ideas for the pod, and one of them was observation and writing.
0: Okay.
1: And to be a writer in a lot of ways is to observe and observational humor is like a huge thing. So one, where are you at in your writing journey Two, how do you, what do you feel is your role as an observer in that case, if you are kind of quiet. And I also feel like I'm in a phase recently where I'm like, I want to, not a phase, like I guess I've always kind of like this. I, I wanna listen first before I jump in to sense to sense vibe. But go ahead.
0: Okay. Where so where am I in my writing journey? That's what you wanna know? Yes. And can I play
1: some music while you speak? Yeah, absolutely. And, ca- and can I first find a chord that's interesting? Okay. Go ahead.
0: I think that's a good chord. Um, Great. So my writing journey. I'm currently so I've been writing every day. That's like a, a and it, just in like my notebook and like it's very often like how I'm feeling and whatever. But then it, it sometimes kind of deviates from that and starts being like, how am I gonna write this movie that I'm working on? I in my future film that I am working on, I'm still in the very preliminary stages where I'm like doing like stream of consciousness and kind of like putting ideas on my wall with post-it notes. I tried to like- That's jump. an iconic thing that you do. Yeah, I, I love doing it. Um, I tried to, like, jump in and just start writing a scene to, like, kind of, like, feel for it. But then it it ended up just being about how I hate. And I'm going to try to, like, figure out... I think that this is the right button on the board, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was about how I hate. And...
1: Um, oh you're 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 censoring names i yeah, get I'm that now. Names right now la 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 we can be petty on our own podcast and i agree with you
0: yeah th- that you hate them
1: i try not to hate anybody but i think there's st- i think they're stupid whores yes yeah, so derogatory not affectionate
0: where are you with your writing
1: well, that's cool that you're writing every day, first of all.
0: I know. I just, like, literally, I'm like, okay, you want to be a writer, then write. You know what I mean? Because like, Hell yeah. So long, Hell I've yeah. I've been like, I want to be a writer. And, like, being in school, I don't know, it felt like yep. it gave me an excuse not to write, which is, like, Definitely. Because, like, I'm there to learn how to write.
1: But it's, like, when everything's based on an assignment, then it's not really writing. It's, like assignmenting no, you know exactly. like yeah like, I was yeah. doing the but I
0: wasn't actually taking the time to do some personal writing
1: yeah and that's what really it is like the art form is like connecting with yourself and like that's so great to hear and by some cosmic confluence I've also been doing art every day that's amazing so I do feel like and I, oh I just listened to episode 4 that's where we're at on the edit um and I was talking about the full moon we're four full we're f- exactly four weeks behind so we're gonna release that episode today and so it was interesting because I was talking about the last full moon and you're saying like you really didn't feel it I want to check in there was an Aries full moon last week do you feel that that last has month,
0: right Aries last week
1: last weekend
0: last weekend there
1: was um, a full moon in the sign of Aries and I feel like I was very affected by it and now coming down from it like you know, the moon cycle, it's like a trip, the trip of life, right? And then I felt that there was a peak, a climax kind of moment, climatic moment over the weekend. Just the energy's high, everyone's feeling a little kooky kaka.
0: My experience of the full moon was like, basically, I had work during the weekend. Didn't feel much on Saturday. On Sunday, though, I was at work at the job that I hated.
1: And Um, that was your last day, right? Last day. It ended up being your last day.
0: And I, in the middle of my shift, got a call from Minnie Manor, the kennel where we keep our dogs, Mm -hmm. um and the dogs were there and so then i was like oh my god i got a call and like there was like a voicemail and i was like oh my god no is there something wrong with the dogs but then i called oh. and she was like we're offering you the job and i was like oh my god thank god and then the rest of my shift was really bad like i really fucked up the like orders <laughs> really bad like i came out with the food for table one and accidentally served it to table two um
1: Oh and then people god. Were
0: like, I had the wrong food and I was like, fuck. And then like people had already started eating, like I couldn't be like, oh, I'm going to pull your plates away. So then yeah, it was just just a nightmare. And then I like emailed my work and I was like, because I'm overwhelmed with school, I can't work for you anymore.
1: <laughs> so you you kind of like lied to them a little I bit. Did lie
0: lied to them because I I didn't want to be like I was okay. Here, this the thing is that I was. You don't slam a door, like, compo- yeah. I was trying to compose an email, and I was like, "Mom, help me." And she was like, "Tell them it's your school schedule." And I was like, "Okay." Um, and then they were like, "Could you like? We really need you. Can you just like help out on Saturdays? Like, you could just come in and just do like the serve part." And I was like. And then for a second, I was like, maybe I could do that. And then I was like, nope, I can't. Like, literally, my work schedule doesn't work with that. So I was like, no, yeah. sorry. Sorry about it. But no. And, like, also, you have <sighs> no legal, legal... What what would you even... like
1: You don't have a contract with them or anything?
0: Yeah, legally, you don't have to give two weeks' notice. And I want everyone to know that.
1: That is true. That is true. I want to say... Well, that's really interesting because something came up recently where I felt I needed to make an excuse about something. So I like told a white lie and I started to feel badly about it. And then I was talking to Nat and she was like, well, why do you feel that you need to do that? So that's really interesting. And I think I've been unraveling that sort of knot of behavior. And I'm like, I've I think it comes from a feeling that I owe the person something so what i owe them it, i feel that i'm taking something away from them by saying i can't do whatever so my offering to them is my excuse
0: yeah i also feel like you know cuz they're also
1: in that situation they're saying like you do owe us something or like can you please like no, they, you know
0: like in the email she was like it would really help the team out and i would, like, the thing yeah it is, yeah like, so,
1: applying like, guilt
0: we had like core values that we'd have to say like every shift, which is so stupid.
1: Weird. Um, Col- and one cult team. We work
0: together as a team, and I wanted to email back like, "Sorry, I can't." And to quote, "Like, I, I think that you should embrace and drive the change that I will no longer be working."
1: For you. <laughs> that was that one of the other maxims yeah, we that they and say. Drive change. Yeah, we embrace and drive change by paying you a wage that does not reflect the High society, which we serve.
0: Can we talk about how insane weddings are, really quickly? Yes. So,
1: well, you said that the venue space the venue rents for like thousand dollars forty eight thousand,
0: and then <sighs> the caterer that I work f- worked for would charge thirty thousand dollars for a plated wedding, and then there's the floral arrangements the videographer the photographer yep. by the way every videographer comes in with a dji ronin and i'm like well, how much are you getting paid um, why is that
1: an expensive camera i don't even know what that is
0: no it's uh a uh, gimbal
1: oh like with the phone phone gimbal
0: yeah like that but for a camera
1: oh okay it's
0: you yeah you had a
1: dji whatever I
0: don't know where it went. I think it's in this where
1: where where probably
0: so the, there's a photographer, the videographer the cake is like really expensive it's so
1: much money and the it's dress. like it literally is the it is the industry of heterosexuality yes and like we're sold this thing of like gay marriage should be the ultimate end of gay rights and that's interesting because it's like I'm sure that we never asked for that <laughs> like
0: I, I don't think
1: what, yeah
0: uh, just an, another display of heterosexuality the last yes. wedding i worked at and the, this is the only one that i worked at that had this had a garter toss Are what the fuck is that this? no so the woman wears a garter and
1: the, which is like a stocking holder right or something yeah, like holds your stockings yeah. um on but, your thigh yeah, it's like this
0: little like yeah like an like a lace thing that goes around your leg. It's a small thing. Okay. Um... And the, the husband goes under her dress and it's like this big show of him like getting it off from her leg like under Whoa. the dress. And then they toss, you know how like the bouquet toss? This is yeah. the male equivalent of the bouquet toss where they toss it behind <gasps> and someone catches it. Ew! And I've seen videos where people do it as like this big show and like I've seen it where like they get it with their mouths. Like it is a disgusting disgusting tradition
1: Ugh. ew it's like look i'm about do. to pop my my betrothed cherry tonight <laughs> let's just all gather around and watch me like get so so close but where no one's gonna acknowledge that we all have a boner because of this activity right like it's like the hidden sexuality of Oh uh, uh, God, that's why it's its so bothersome to me that I'm like sexual, even the word sexuality right now in this context that we live in is synonymous with homosexuality because o- the only people who have sexuality are deviant sexualities, right? Like a, I don't know, like a straight lady doesn't have a sexuality, right? But that's just, that's, ugh, I could go off about it. But anyway, it's like the wedding industrial complex and they like try to convince even gay people that they should get married in this elaborate way so that like the caterer, the videographer, the blah, 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 blah. All these people can have this like second rate job that they don't actually care about. Yeah. Ooh, shots fired. And I'll say like there's beauty and there's art associated with this, but I know that like most videographers who work weddings, do not desire to be wedding videographers as a job. I'm just going to say that. Like yeah. it's, it's a form of commercial art that I think blunts and cheapens uh, a lot of talented artists yeah. In into yet another industri- industrial complex. My microphone keeps falling over. If you can't, if you're not on Patreon and you can't see me,
0: is there a way to like tighten that or just
1: for some reason, no
0: that's really odd <laughs> i also talked with like the wedding photographer like she came up to me and was like so is this fun for you or are you like slowly dying inside and i was like slowly dying inside was,
1: like, <laughs> the photographer said that
0: yeah and like because also i i I think i mentioned this on the podcast the woman who came up to me and was like uh you look so sad why do you look so sad
1: and that was at your job too.
0: That was at my job also, and
1: <laughs> dude. Also, like people, people don't know how people in to the
0: act. Kitchen would be like, "Are you okay?" And it's like, I just hate this job, and I'm not hiding it.
1: <laughs> You're a valuable part of this team. Are you okay? Like, <laughs> Jesus, man. I don't know. Like, do you think I want to be here for seventeen dollars an hour? I'm like, minimum wage should be like for for what exists right now, the economy and shit. They're trying to say we're not in recession. It's like, dude, like people should be paid $30 an hour minimum wage yeah that that is I'm like double it double I would
0: love to get paid $30 an hour
1: oh my god because then you'd be able to like have any quality of life you know and be financially independent and like have some I don't know people are
0: like wait why are you why can't you afford to have a house and it's like because Fucking. you're not paying me
1: yeah dude and it's like we have to do all these like workarounds and that's the same kind of shit like it all works together and once again i could go off i'm gonna try to like zoom out and make it big like systems like weddings for example anything that is conventional seeks to maintain the status quo so it's like any work system where they pay you a low hourly wage because of quote, unquote, like inexperience, or like whatever f- bullshit reason they give you for that they're not paying you is just maintains the whole system. It keeps the circle, you know, it's a circle game. It keeps it going around and, you know, keeps, keeps classes as they are, right? Like you're at the wedding of wealthy people who are a class above you and you're barely like acknowledged, looked at, whatever and you're paid like literally a fraction of what the boss makes. It's just, it's a tale as old as time, but it's just like, it's a tale as old as capitalism. Right, yeah. Mm, blah blah blah. la, 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 dee, dee, doo, doo, kiki, kaka.
0: Okay, what were your other topics that you wrote down?
1: Okay, let me just, I'll do a lightning list. And then we'll just flag me on anything that you think is interesting. Okay. Also, I com—I feel like I completely fumbled that analysis of weddings, but I'm sure it'll come together. Like the, but at the
0: end of the day, it's like expensive weddings are trash. That's expensive.
1: It. Ah, it's just annoying as shit. It's annoying as shit. It's hard to even put words to it because it's like it's it's just part of the nefarious scheme of the as wealthy. As much as I
0: currently hate weddings, I'm really excited about you singing at that lesbian wedding.
1: Yeah, as annoyed as I am about weddings, I am going to be singing at a lesbian wedding in a couple of weeks. And we're singing this thing. I'm sure you know what it is. Um, Simply the Best from Schitt's Creek.
0: Well, it's just a song. I know it's in Shit's Creek, but.
1: We're singing like the version of it that was in Shit's Creek. I don't know. Okay. Like well, that he like proposes to his boyfriend or something.
0: Yeah, I think like, I don't, like it happens twice. I think like. There's like a romantic scene where, and I don't remember the names anymore.
1: Really? Now I thought I you really liked that show. Okay. okay. I do
0: remember the names. Okay. After, it took one second. I think it was Patrick sings to David like Simply the Best as like a romantic gesture. Okay. Um, And then I think at the wedding, he also sings Simply the Best.
1: So that's what we're doing. Because if <laughs> apparently the millennial gays really like it. But I'm I'm so gratitude. It's a small lesbian wedding and I have never been to a lesbian wedding. And, you know, all that said, I I think that like there's something very beautiful about a romantic union. I just think, you know, the industry behind it. Like I think there's something beautiful about a podcast or a, a TV show. But like the industry behind it is really nefarious and scary. Same so with weddings. I think it's very beautiful. I still cry like when I see, you know, the devotion of two people. It's gorgeous.
0: Working at weddings, though has made me feel like, okay, definitely I want a backyard wedding because, like, this is bullshit. Yes.
1: It is... Oh, God. So true. I've worked at a couple weddings, too. I worked the catering gig, and then I also did a videography gig, and they never called me back, possibly because I had a fender bender uh, with the groom's car on my way out, and I did not go back inside because I was like, I am not going to go back inside after that. Of course not. They had, oh a, they had a bumper bra. It was totally fine. fine. It was totally fine. They were wearing a bra. It was totally chill. Okay, here's my list of stuff. Please stop me when... Oh, wait. I feel like... Did I finish my thought about... God. ADHD and OCD are a spectrum. I will die on that hill. Yeah. Anyway. Ideas for pod. Anxiety. Ha 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 ha. Okay, we can, we can
0: talk how, about
1: that. Well, let me keep going. How to recognize, how to confront... Okay. okay making art
0: we talked about that a bit
1: yeah trying new things a clock i like that overwhelm and how to deal okay <laughs> big craps
0: <laughs> I, yeah i'm into big crap
1: la la obsession we
0: already talked, we already about, talked
1: that. about that jinx hydration posture meditation check
0: oh my god my hydration is bad i don't think i've drank a liquid today
1: you need to go and do that right now. I'm not kidding. I'm
0: gonna
1: do that. Your I'm bones gonna, are suffering. Your brain I'm is suffering. I
0: water.
1: I'll just talk to you while Julia's gone. This is definitely a hereditary thing. You know, shout out to mom and dad. We've given you like a, t- a lukewarm invitation to listen to our podcast. Really, we're we're trying. You know, we're not gonna talk any crap, really. Besides, like a minor irritation. So, if you're okay with that, you can listen. This is a direct address to our shared parents, but I will say, you know, I wouldn't say anything I wouldn't say to y'all in family therapy. Second of all, uh, yeah, the hydration thing, it's just, it wasn't a priority. It wasn't a priority for you guys and that's okay, but I'm having to learn how to hydrate myself and that if I don't hydrate myself, I feel like crap Here's here's a tip for anyone but my parents who's listening, because it's probably most of you, most of the three of you. Uh, th- oh, that doesn't really make sense. However, here's a tip. If you want to check your hydration level quickly... Oh! I just spilled... I spilled non-water kombucha on my brand new fancy piano. Okay. If you want to check your hydration quickly... You take your finger, your pointer finger, go to the bendy part, the joint in the middle of your finger and take that skin and just pinch it up, let it go. If it immediately returns to its original shape, kind of, you know, skin just stretches out, goes back, you're fine. If it stands up in a peak, you are probably severely dehydrated and you should definitely drink liquids immediately. It's my I think PSI. that's
0: BS and that is from our mother. But I am dehydrated. That is from our mother.
1: Is that BS? Because I've tried it. And I feel like it works.
0: The thing is that I'm definitely dehydrated and it's standing up.
1: It's like a telltale, but it's not like, you know, it's not like a medical test, obviously.
0: Um, I'm going to amend what I previously said and say sure. that I did drink the milk from my cereal when I was finished with the cereal.
1: That does not count. It's part of your food. It was liquid. That's like when you'd say like, oh yeah, my cat drank some water because I gave her wet food today.
0: That's not. It's not the same. It's exactly it the same. You told me that any liquid is, like ha- drinking something is better than drinking nothing. And I drank that's, a little bit of milk.
1: That's great. No, that's really good. Certain things are not as good, though, like diuretics and alcohol.
0: What are diuretics?
1: They're things that make you pee a lot, like caffeine.
0: Okay. Um, I and mean, I was gonna say something. Oh, pee and poo, pee and poo. When mom and dad were away, I got to do the milk order myself, and I got a whole milk because why not? Also,
1: that's great. Weed
0: to the jack-o'-lantern spectacular did i tell
1: you that no please Cat. Um, okay
0: it was so they they <laughs> themed it um they themed it like tv throughout the ages and so that's it interesting st- it starts off like 1950s 1960s and then it gets to a point where they change it to tv channels so then there's like comedy central <laughs> animal planet and i guess animal planet makes sense because it's at a zoo but yes there's also like in the 1990s they played the curb your enthusiasm thing
1: was that even around in the 90s or no no?
0: like like it's like i like there was a jerry seinfeld thing and i'm like i get that you're associating Jerry Seinfeld with Larry David and whatever. I don't know. It was weird. It was genuinely a really weird experience. Um,
1: I have a theory that contemporary culture is trying to tell us that history ended in the year 2000. Okay. Does that resonate with you at all?
0: I'm a little confused by it.
1: Okay. Because that's really interesting to me that they were like, people love the decades, right? And then it's like, when it gets to the 90s, it's like, it's done. We're done with the decades of history, and history like was only from like usually the fifties to the nineties, because it's yeah, when we like understand yeah. pop culture to be or whatever.
0: I think they did go into like the two thousands. I'm not sure if they did twenty tens, because like the twenty tens are over.
1: The twenty tens are over, and they're historical. They really can I read
0: feel like they're over. I feel like I'm still living in 2016.
1: That's that's really bizarre. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> i just i just flashed back to 2016 i was like i don't want to be there 2016 I think in, was a
0: bad time
1: in 2016 i was like god i'm stuck in 2013 and then later on i was like oh that's because of trauma probably yeah that i, I it felt like
0: funnier if i said i'm stuck in 2012 and like i feel like 2012 is such a big year it was the everyone's like lol 2012 it was the 100th anniversary of of the, the girl scouts sinking the titanic of the titanic and oreos yeah. It was, a yeah.
1: <laughs> it was a big, it was a landmark year for culture. Wait, yeah. I want to read you something that I wrote yesterday. Read it. And also I want to return to my list because... Yeah. Yes. But wait, did you have anything else to say about no, the Jack-O-Lantern go, go Spectacular? Go okay. Uh, ch- uh, changing my life one hot dog at a time, as the old school motto goes. Where does it come from? Where does it go? A new yet remarkable proverb. Once we manage to all connect... That must have been the second history was abandoned and life was won, somewhere in the early two thousands when friends taught us all to love each other of a certain kind. This all mixed well with the simulationists beginners at best. We could all walk to the starting point. Not so yet. Uh it says map ender. I know that's not right. <sighs> I'm I have this horrible tendency when I'm writing that the most important word is sometimes undiscernible.
0: Yeah. Because
1: that feels like the pinnacle of the thing. Not so long yet something a million years ago. Wow.
0: I really like the Cotton Eye Joe reference.
1: I want to do more with that. I, th- I thought of that yesterday and I'm like, where does it come from? Where did you come from? Where did you go? Is like a it's a very melancholy <laughs> phrase, yeah, kind of. But it's in this very joyful, silly song.
0: What what are you drinking that's is that apple cider or is it like kombucha?
1: It's kombucha. Is it homemade it's, kombucha? It is. Uh I'll show the people. It is homemade mango kombucha. And I've never had one come out with such a distinct color. So it's really pretty.
0: How does it taste?
1: Tastes really good. It's awesome. It has been sitting out in my room for uh, like three days. But the great thing about kombucha is you can leave it out and all that happens is it just ferments a little bit more. You're fine. And there are telltale signs of it's bad. Anyway... So that was a good one. I'm going to make some more kombucha today because I'm at the point where I'm going to bottle bottle up some new stuff. The scoby really is looking beautiful. The scoby is so silky smooth right now because I stopped using bag tea and started using like whole leaf tea.
0: Oh, nice.
1: And it where looks you really nice. Tea from uh, from this Asian market called Hong Kong Market on the West Bank.
0: Awesome!
1: Really cool. I got like this giant canister of green tea and it like blossoms out into the leaves. It's really nice. And I, it works like kombucha. You're supposed to use only straight up tea. And it turns out I learned from wonderful kombucha artist. You Brew Kombucha on YouTube. She's wonderful. She's so knowledgeable. And she taught me that all tea meaning like m- minus herbals and whatever, like black tea, white tea, oolong, and green are all the same plant. What? Yes, it's all the same plants, like a tea plant. Wow. And they're all, tea is like fermented. The leaves themselves are fermented for different lengths of time, black being the most and white being the least.
0: I had no idea. And I had a big tea phase.
1: You did, I don't know because they say like so for, for example like Earl Grey you can't use as kombucha because it has bergamot which is not of the tea plant like you're supposed to make kombucha just from the tea plant
0: so you can't use herbal teas then in kombucha
1: you can't uh you can use you can use herbs in the second fermentation for flavor but it doesn't it it like can interfere with the purity of the fermentation or something. So I was using black tea, which is fine. Like berries, gold, black tea, but (sighs) la la la, I don't even know if this is interesting, but if you use whole leaf tea, if you use the ground up tea, it can get stuck in the SCOBY and then the SCOBY looks a little bit like dirty, nasty, And it can like kill the SCOBY faster or the pellicle faster. So I started, I switched from black to green tea. And when I did that, the color of the SCOBY changed from brown to white. Oh. Pretty cool. I've been doing this for a few months now and I really, I've, I've gotten some good flavors out of it.
0: That's awesome.
1: Yeah. I think I was just starting when we started the podcast.
0: Yeah, I think that's true
1: i basically... All right, I'm going back to my list and just let me know. Okay, so we stopped at hydration, posture, meditation, check. I said comedy, writing, art, check, observation, and humor, which I still want to talk about. Wait, then, comedy, but, writing, art, check? Is that what you said? Comedy, writing, art, check, observation, and humor.
0: Okay.
1: I.e., like, that's kind of connected to the meditation, check. I just feel like mindfulness and writing go so hand in hand. And I say that because... To me, the Bible is Writing Down the Bones by Natalie Goldberg.
0: I really...
1: True fans already know.
0: I can't... I don't know where the cop It's literally your copy. Don't know where it is.
1: Yes. It's and okay.
0: Because I, I need to finish reading it. I've never finished reading it. Girl! Girl, I... I know. It's like, how can I say I want to be a writer... And I'm not reading, <laughs> writing down the bones like it's insane. I, know.
1: I just recommended it to a friend, and um, they actually they actually bought it. Okay, so
0: what observation in comedy is that? What part of it? Yeah,
1: I think when I am in a when I'm able to observe and when my anxiety is low, I notice a lot more. And I also have been noticing sometimes I won't feel anxious and then I go into an interaction and then I feel like anxious after it. And then I'm like, what part of that is my own genuine organic anxiety tea, which is already a thing. uh, And how much of it, I feel like anxiety is contagious. And I think that the more i feel clarity and the more I just like observe plainly what's going on, the more I notice like the anxieties of others like interplaying to create social awkwardness, as opposed to me just being the most awkward single person in the world and <laughs> bringing it into conversation. Maybe that has less to do with art, but still like being able to observe is a superpower, I think.
0: Absolutely. I feel like observation in comedy is different from observational comedy. Yes. Because, like, what's the deal with airplane food? It's, <laughs> the classic. I mean, classic. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it is. And there is, I mean, there's definitely something there in observational comedy. But I think that, yeah. That's more of a format back, than a
1: state of mind. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Sitting back and, like, observing people and the way people interact and letting that affect how you write characters or yep. things like that. Um, I don't know. I find that very helpful to just sit back and observe. Yeah. I had a professor who said he would go to, like, South Station in Boston and just, like, observe people.
1: Um, I was just thinking that, like, oh, it'd be interesting to just go outside and, like, just write about what you see. And... Uh, and please put a pin in that because I want to hear more about it. But also that is a strategy to talk yourself down from anxiety is to say, what are five things that I see? Yes. Like, I feel like there's a lot of connections, like what five things that I see, four things that I hear, like three things, you know, like even even one of those do all the senses.
0: Do you use that?
1: I have um, a couple times. I, it's not my main strategy, I don't think. I like to Usually- make
0: lists in my head. And my favorite one is types of soup.
1: <laughs> when when you're like having a panic moment.
0: Yeah. I literally be like, okay, types of, soup. types of soup. Okay, one. That's so funny. Two, corn chowder, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. many types of soup.
1: And it's kind of like it's less of like that's a really good category to do because it requires some thinking, but it's like passive thinking. It's like, mm, let me just put my mind in some soup and like cuz if it was like, oh, list some colors, it's like, okay, like that feels like a quiz for some reason.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. It's like let me picture myself in Panera Bread, looking up at the menu, and now yeah. I see soups.
1: Great. Oh. That's huge. That's huge. That's kind of like an opposite method because it's like taking you out of where you are. Like that's yeah. almost like maybe like a tactic for like more severe, where it's like I can't even sit here right now. I need to like so I feel like being in you're a third space. A
0: panic attack- and you're in a place that is relatively calm and you're panicking. Then yeah. It's like, okay, I'm going to look out and see that things are okay. You know, mm, mm-hmm, But mm-hmm. I very often will get anxious in crowds of people and yeah. looking around a crowd of people isn't going to help me calm down because the crowd that's is what's, what's freaking out. you out. Yeah. So then I go into my head and do lists.
1: That's good. Oh, another term that I've been using uh, for what, what did I say? Lexicon check would be Freako. I've been saying Freako recently. Okay. Instead of freakish or instead of like a freak. It's kind of like both of those things.
0: Something that I... I my therapist was like talking about like relapse prevention, stuff like that, in terms of, you know, not Mania. wanting to have another manic episode. Yeah. Um And... She gave me this, like, worksheet where it's, like, green light, red light. No, green light, orange light, red light, or whatever. Okay. Is it yellow or orange? I want to uh,
1: ask you. I would say yellow.
0: Okay. Green light, yellow light, red light. Um, But you can, like, label it whatever you want. And I kind of want it to be, like, tweaker, middle, and chiller. You know what I mean? Like, green light, yeah. chiller. Yeah.
1: How about Um, it could be like tweaker freaker chiller?
0: (gasps) Tweaker freaker chiller. Because a freaker
1: like is like someone who is a freak, but they're not necessarily freaking out.
0: Yeah, you're right. Tweaker, freaker, chiller. Yeah.
1: That's cool. Tweaker is such an interesting term. I I feel like it could be a whole other conversation. But I recently I think this morning I saw a Snapchat memory. Randomly I went on my Snapchat and um I said something about like tweaking and then I was like Hmm. I am a drug user. So I can't say that I have never been tweaking on drugs. I definitely have been tweaking on drugs at a certain point. Yeah,
0: I've been tweaking. Yeah. But I
1: think there's all like I think there's also some like shame orientation with it as to like heavy like drug users. And so I've stepped back from saying tweaker as much because it, it that used to be part of like my regular lexicon, I'll say. Okay. And even before that, for a brief time, I think a lot of people around me were saying crackhead. Yeah. And I was like, I think I said that for a little bit. I'm going to be honest, like, like for comedy. And then I was like, wait, if I actually think about that for more than 30 seconds, like, I think that's fucked up and yeah. I should not be saying it. Yeah. Like crack has not affected my family. Like, it definitely has affected a lot of people. And like, yeah, just feels but- ick to say. Yeah. Tweaker yeah. though is kind of more of a gray area. I don't know. If if you have thoughts on this discourse, please write in.
0: Yeah, honestly. Ojuveron please,
1: at PM.me.
0: Please write in because now I now I'm like, wait, I shouldn't be using that word, maybe.
1: Well, I don't know because I think that a lot of times I've said this before too, like there is there's a lot more gray than I think a lot of people want to delve into at all times. And I think that there's not I'm trying to like remove the words like good and bad right and wrong from like a lot of my discussions because I'm like, it's very easy to go to that's good. That's bad. That's right. That's wrong. And it is very situational. So I'm like, you know, in an instance, like this thing is definitely AAVE. Um, you know, you know what that is, right? Okay. Just to make, just to check in. But, um, but, and for anyone who doesn't know, we're on a podcast, so I should be speaking not just to you, but to everyone. AAVE is African-American vernacular English. Um, and it is terms that black people have come up with. And that's part of, uh, like a sub language of English that is reserved for the black experience. Right. So if there's a term that is firmly in a AVE, then gay people, for example, start to co-opt it. Like that's not good or like gay white people. Um, I need to even check myself there because gay people and black people are not separate categories but um anyway but with something like tweaker it's like it's not i don't think it's aave specifically and i think it is just like associated with drug use more intense than i have possibly experienced but at the same time i have had psychosis because of weed yeah did i tell you but did i tell you about that time yeah you did i'm sure i did it was really really I mean, i've had that too freako yeah it was not chill
0: I've had it on multiple occasions Is it not not chill at all super not chill like super super not chill
1: completely unchill i was like i was listening to seek treatment i t- like took it okay I'll, I'll say it really quickly i took an edible that was too strong that i made natalie also took it just a tiny tiny little piece of a firecracker edible um And we were listening to Seek Treatment, one of our favorite podcasts. And at a certain point, they were talking about New York and L.A. But I was like, I was losing their grammar. I was like, I have no idea what they're saying. Like, it sounds like they're just like listing things like it doesn't make a remote amount of sense. And these are like some of my favorite comedians. And I was like freaking out. And I asked if she could pause it. And then she was fine for a second and was trying to, like, help me. And then it hit her, like, a minute later. And then we were just, like, unable to speak to each other. And we went in the bathroom. And she was naked in the tub. There was no water in the tub. I was on the toilet. I don't think I was peeing. And we were just, like, looking at each other, like, helplessly, like, unable to communicate. It was really, really bizarre. That's
0: scary. That I know. I've had... Like three different experiences I don't want to go into them But I've had three different experiences of psychosis
1: Yeah, we don't have to get into it.
0: One of which was much more extreme than the other two
1: Right Definitely So basically, tweaking is a loaded word And I'm interested in what people's thoughts are I also, I want to just ask a general question about this podcast Like, do you think we'd ever have, like, formal guests?
0: I I think I'm into having guests
1: Okay, cool I'm, in, I'm into that, too. Do
0: you have any thoughts on guests?
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, there's some comedians that I know here, um, some friends. I would love to like do like a book discussion or something. I, I remember in the first episode, we mentioned literature, and I was like, we should bring some art and literature into more episodes. Absolutely. Zing Zong. Okay, let me go back to this damn list, and I want you to talk, because I've been talking for a long time. Okay. Okay. Okay, I'm going to go one more time through it. No pauses. Anxiety. Ha, 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 ha. How to recognize, how to confront. Making art. Trying new things a clock. Overwhelm and how to deal.
0: Wait, I want to talk about trying new things a clock.
1: Okay, go for it.
0: Because I'm like, I want to try new things. Okay, here's the thing is that my therapist and psychiatrist keep being like, what are you doing for fun? And I'm like... Well, I don't know, la la, la. <laughs> um, because it's like okay, I do always say like music. I have not been good about practicing recently, so there's that. Okay. Um, there's also like writing, but then I want to be a writer, so then that's a, not as much fun as it is work. And then I'm like, okay, what do I do? Wh- like, wh- like, wh- one of the preliminary. You gotta do some names, stuff for fun. Or, Yeah, preliminary (laughs) names of this podcast was "Tell Me What to Do." That was one of the options.
1: That is true.
0: Tell me what to do. Tell like it's like I want to try new things, but what do I try? Tried roller skating. That really scares me. It scares you. I might try to go back to it. I don't know.
1: Why not? Have you been manifesting like Ray told you?
0: I have not been manifesting like. All right,
1: do three nights like you said. Three nights manifesting. Three nights off, and then go. Okay. Well, yeah, because most of it's confidence you know
0: yeah no i know it is i know it is
1: you know that but anyway i'll say what's helpful um one thing that's helpful is to have a friend who knows what's going on i have this friend sydney she always knows what's going on what do you mean she's like she's like this thing is going on at this bar there's a free thing there's a sexy bingo there's trivia there's blah 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 like she can like come up with an event In any parameter, like she just is that kind of person.
0: That's really cool.
1: So cool! I've never met someone like that. Shout out to Sydney, you're really cool.
0: I keep thinking about how I want to start doing stand up, but yes, that's terrifying.
1: Maybe go to a comedy night and just check it out. Yeah, that's Like, don't do stand up, but just go.
0: That's that's a good point. I have done stand up. I could just do my old set that I've done a couple times.
1: But that's the thing then, is that for fun? No. Or is that for portfolio? <laughs> that
0: for sure not for fun.
1: <laughs> you gotta do something where you're just turning off the work brain, I think. Because I get that too, where even like though I do something creative for work, like sometimes I'll be like, damn, I haven't taken a break in like days.
0: Okay, but like what do people do for fun? Like that like the thing is I had like I don't know. Now that I'm like working like a forty hour a week job, I'm like well, what do I, what do I do for fun outside of work? Although I, so, I mean, I've only been there one day, but it's, it's pretty
1: great. <laughs> now that you're on the 40 hour grind. Yeah. I want to hear about your job, but let's, <sighs> let's conquer this problem first. Let's yes, conquer this let's, problem let's first. Let's we'll put a pin in the job. We've been such little, like, I wonder if the moon is in a water sign now, because I feel like we've been so like, la la lulu, like all over mm-hmm. lo- in a lovely way, all over the place. I mean, yeah. you know, that's what I love. Okay what to do. I'm going to tell you what to do as, as someone who is social and goes out a lot and is discovering introversion on the other side. But all right. Um, what to do, follow your arrow. First of all, Casey Musgraves, quote, Casey Musgraves, quote, Valentina. She told me that, um, (laughs) but like follow the flow kind of thing. Like, Oh, if you've, you know, you have to take some time for observation and be like, what am I even feeling like? You know, sometimes if I'm in a work mode, I won't even know what I'm feeling like for dinner because I'm like, go, go, go. My brain is like on go. And so take some time to just like investigate what you want. That's the the long way to really find rewarding things to do. I think, um, you know, my answer to everything is usually going to be meditation, but In addition to that, Instagram is helpful. You could look, there are like Instagram accounts that are just like, hey, free things that are going on in Providence. For example, like you could say like, I wanna go to Providence and do something or I wanna do something free, like find a category and then like seek it out online. Or something that I've been doing recently, go to coffee shops, check out the bulletin board. There's often events on there that are cool.
0: Okay, but let me ask you, what do you do for fun?
1: What do I do for fun? Recently, I've been going outside more. I, I've i been coming up with this thing where a lot of the common things to do for fun are like at bars or like require you to buy something. And I've been trying to find third spaces, i.e. places that are not your house, not work, and not like a bar or somewhere that requires you to buy something to be there. So um, that said, what I've been doing recently is, is going to bars with my friends and doing little events. Okay. But I haven't been drinking, which is interesting.
0: I'm kind of like, do I need a new hobby? Like, that's kind of where I'm at.
1: (sighs) Hobbies are great. I've been biking a lot. Like, yeah. I mean, fucking that's dope. But I think also there's merit to being out of the house sometimes.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Being
1: part of that hobby, possibly.
0: I'm having this issue where, like, I don't have friends in Rhode Island.
1: So that's kind of the other thing is, like, again like go to you know if you go to an open mic or something you might meet people or like even going to the park you don't like to meet meet cute meet people how do you meet people new people
0: that's my issue that's my issue right now where it's like i just don't okay um i don't know like literally a lot of times i'll just
1: talk to random people on the street but that might also be that like i live in new orleans and everyone's wanting to chat up you know
0: Yeah, I also, like, my issue is that, like, I feel like I don't have anything to say, which is, like, (sighs) I don't know. Let's
1: unpack that. Why do you feel you don't have anything to say? Because. You have a lot to say to me.
0: I guess that's true, but my issue is that I have been living at home with mom and dad for a while.
1: Who are famously but lovingly hermits.
0: Yeah, and then it's, like, it seems normal to be a hermit. Um, yep And like maybe this is just like my like hermit time And then I'll emerge From my shell and... That's
1: huge I had a I had a monk phase Hermit phase
0: But I'm saying what if I just continue this Hermit phase for Until I go back to school and then I have All of this energy ready to be like Making new friends
1: That because could be huge Because I need huge.
0: to make more friends at school Because my friends keep dropping out <laughs>
1: El lista well
0: happened a couple of times but
1: <laughs> I mean but it's you know that's significant I don't think any of my well one of my good friends dropped out but um okay I'm just like I don't know I mean it's a crossroads like you could do either one you could I think that another thing that I really love and that is a Gemini trait is serendipity okay? running into people and just like practicing, practicing the social by talking to someone with whom you have no intention of being close friends, but just being like, let's just have a convo. You know, we're at the dog park. Let's talk about, you know, dogs. Just like literally practice on like cold, cold meeting people, if that's even talk- a phrase. That's
0: such a good idea is to go to a dog park.
1: Yeah. Cause then you have something to talk about, like kind of go to somewhere where there's like, An obvious thing to discuss.
0: That's that's really big. Thank you for bringing that up. For sure. Bring that to my attention.
1: Yeah, because then you get the added benefit of your dogs are with you for emotional support.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And then I get to be like, yeah, Luna, blah blah blah, and Winston. I love them. I love Winston. I love
1: them. Oh, I love my doggies.
0: They got groomed, um, and they are really soft. So. Oh. They're so sweet But they didn't get bandanas this time and I'm actually really upset about it
1: What the hell? Were they just out of bandanas or something?
0: They must have been
1: You gotta know all the inside baseball now of the dog kennel oh, industry you know, I
0: do actually know that they get the biggest um, space so, Because they love them So,
1: Oh, they're really sweet
0: They are Um, Back to, I don't know, back to what we were talking about Which is, I don't know
1: Oh, yeah, wait. we put a pin in something. Do we return to that? Oh, the Jack-O-Lantern Spectacular. I just want to explain what that is because I think it might just be a Rhode Island thing. Oh, absolutely. So, because Rhode Island, I think, randomly has, like, some big pumpkin game. Like, they ha- like they hold one of the world's-, world's largest pumpkin records or something.
0: Oh, really? I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, it might have been sharpeners. Yeah, maybe. Shatner's fam. Which is LOL. I've never thought about how funny that is of a name, Shartner. It is. We used to, as kids, we would go to the hayride at Shartner's farm. <laughs> um.
0: So the Jack Lantern Spectacular is an event which is at Roger Williams Park Zoo, and also I think is like somehow sponsored by the Cardis,
1: the Caddy um, Brothers, who are like furniture giants of our tiny state.
0: Um, they they're in Massachusetts as well. So it's this event with just like a bunch of jack-o' lanterns, but they're like intricately cut a lot of them.
1: Yeah, like sculptural.
0: Yeah, it's really impressive. And it's like, can you give me something at the end where you're like showing me the artists? Like I would the- love to see the I artists. Forget-
1: what goes on behind the scenes? There's like fifteen hundred million pumpkins out there.
0: It's an it's art and it's like you're not gonna credit the people who like I don't know like pumpkins don't stay good for that long so they have to do that pretty quick and just bang them out you know
1: a hundred percent a hundred percent there's either like 10 people who do like several pumpkins a day or there's like a hundred people who just happen to be like super gifted at pumpkin making like it's, it's such an ongoing mystery to me
0: yeah absolutely
1: but it's cool I used to go when I was in Rhode Island.
0: Yeah, it's pretty cool. But then it's like really disappointing that you can't see the animals at night.
1: Oh, yeah, because it's at the zoo.
0: Yeah, it's like I wanna see some animals, actually.
1: I know. Zoos make me sad, though.
0: They do, yeah.
1: <gasps> la la la. Wait, can we talk about our friend Kat? Yeah. I wanna be on our podcast and I wanna talk about our friend Kat, who is so talented. Kat Kylie. Yes. Look her up, girl. I've just been thinking about her. I need to reach out. She's living in London. She's live, laugh, loving. She is such a good musician and singer mm-hmm. and songwriter. Yes. And basically, I just want to say, I love that girl.
0: Yeah, she's actually really cool, and I love her.
1: She's really cool. And really I love talented. her. She's a day one friend for me. Yeah. She's my oldest friend, besides Julia. Besides yeah. Julia, who I held as a infant child.
0: yeah. It's actually pretty never cool. forget that so
1: that's our backstory that because we're siblings I held you as an infant child yeah and then like five years later I put you under a laundry basket and sat on top of it <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny though
0: it was funny
1: I'm glad you thought it was funny though too
0: no because it was like I could like I, if I had really wanted to I could have gotten out from that laundry
1: basket yeah <laughs> oh that was lol times
0: because i feel like part of it was that you would like leave and then come back and be like just checking in on you so like i was a part of the gag because i was sitting right? under the laundry basket
1: <laughs> yeah and we had like walkie talkies right and i would be like just checking in on you there uh just making sure you're okay you okay okay i it would say that really like funny. in that exact tone like a hundred times i it feel was like so funny Thank you. That's one of our best bits.
0: Just checking in on you, just making sure you're okay. Are you okay? Okay. (laughs) Because
1: it's like, I'm not providing you an opportunity to really say anything.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: In a way, it's kind of a commentary on how people would really check in. If you want to reach us in our interplanetary ears,
0: please send us an email at ojuveron at p-m That's ojuveron at p-m me.
1: O-J-U-V-E-R-O-N at p-m dot me.
0: To be clear, it's M-E.
1: M like Michael, E like
0: E. It's in
1: the description. You'll see. So and take the time to read the description. It's a piece of art, motherfucker.
0: That description is by Caroline it's just
1: Hello. Take care of yourselves. Bye. Bye. Our theme music is by Caroline Tweedy. Editing by Caroline Tweedy. Description by Julia Tweedy. Distribution. Pretty much everything by Caroline and Julia Tweedy at various times.
0: Julia edited this one, to be clear. And that's why it sounds worse than the other ones, because I am not a professional podcast editor. Anyways, have a great day. Love you. Bye.